You're listening to Pod of Wonder, the podcast that creates a world using random Wikipedia articles and then plays a game in that world. This season, we're making a magical apartment building where tropes come to life. Oh. Um, yeah, I apologize if Dizzy gets picked up on the mic or Dino's drinking. I'll, I'll try to, like, have my, my hand right on the mute button. <laughs> <laughs> Are you picking up Dino's mouth sounds? Yes. Very well. He does this every morning until I wake up. What's mouth sound? Oh, those are his ear shaky sounds. Maybe I'm going to lock these boys in another room so we can record a little more cleaner. I don't know. I kind of like it as a mechanic somehow. A mechanic? Every time, what, drink every time you hear the dog? Well, it doesn't have to be a drinking game, but it can be a... So uh, the the point that I was trying to make was I liked the idea of sound effects per se being a mechanic somehow. Hmm. Speak on that. Uh, so y- potentially you're going to have uh, an audio feed which is going to be not particularly incredibly clean. So you're going to have dogs flopping their ears around. You're going to have cats mewing in the background. You're going to have jackhammers somewhere. And all of these things themselves become an important mechanic in the game. Hmm. So thinking about things like pulling books off of shelves and, and opening to a particular chapter or, you know, scattering uh, cards on the floor and walking across them or something like that. Like sort of quasi, not necessarily LARPy things, but things where mm-hmm. the world in which you are existing is itself the place that you're finding randomness that you need to work from or through or something like that. Hmm. It's an interesting concept. Yeah. I don't know that it goes anywhere, but it was sort of on my mind. Well, I like it. The only thing I worry about is that there won't be enough random sounds. Yeah. That's that's my generate. Second thought being, I don't know that that's particularly podcast friendly. If certain noises like don't get picked up on a microphone or, or what have you. Oh, absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I guess if you're talking about making our apartment <clears throat> building game sort of like like a, a a radio play where we just do Foley in the background, <laughs> which is kind of a fun thought. <laughs> mm-hmm. So I had shit. No, Morgan's <laughs> not here to remind us to do this. Uh, welcome to Pod of Wonder, season seven. Chamber Heights on the park at Sweet Burble Waters. I can remember without looking it up now. Uh, we have done all of our people creating, our, our residents in our magical apartment building, and now we make the game that we play, as promised in our little opening theme. I'm Danny. Any pronouns are fine with me. Hi, I'm Gina. Surprise. I'm here. A special guest who... <laughs> Has no idea what's going Perfect. on. <laughs> oh, yeah, yeah. And I'm Maria, and I will use they, them pronouns for the purposes of this podcast. Uh, I'm Mike. I will also use he, him pronouns for the purpose of this podcast, and I don't really know what's going on right now. Mysterious other purposes may may have other pronouns, but that is not for you, fair listener. Right. I mean, I, for the purposes of work, I go by she her pronouns because there's no way uh i even feel like explaining any of that oh for sure yeah 
I, f- I feel like work doesn't count as being a human being. True. But also for the purposes of like interfriendships, whatever anybody calls me is good with me. Mm-hmm. I don't even I don't even know. I call myself different things day to day. So anyway, we're making a game today. Yeah. So uh, game ideas. Um, and, you know, if, if anything has come to you, either it, over the course of these weeks or just in the past seven minutes or so, uh, throw it out there. Um, first idea I had was kind of more of a, a traditional RPG type thing where you're doing like you have a specific goal in mind, but kind of in the style of those movies where like the community bands together to save the rec center type thing, like something is is threatening to tear down sweet verbal waters and you know all the the we play some of the people that we created over these episodes and like find some way to like raise money or like get it declared a historical landmark or something file some long and arduous paperwork with the mm-hmm. local offices oh, you know yeah way to my heart I, I gather this was a popular type of genre in like the 80s, but the only example I've seen of it is UHF starring Weird Al Yankovic, <laughs> which, you know, as far as touchstones go, is a, is a pretty solid one. Uh, the second idea I had based on Eddie's random Discord chat idea about like a bunch of interviewing people is sort of like a public radio style podcast where like like this american life or whatever like this week stories from the apartment complex at at sweet burble waters and you know we like do maybe kind of like long form hot seats of just like segments about these characters lives or maybe there's like a central story that we're all kind of telling different viewpoints of uh, that kind of remind. I really like the idea of interviewing different apartment residents that, like, each player can, like, you know, inhabit a character for a brief period and monologue. And it reminded me of the game that we all play together. I'm pretty sure we all play together where some kind of cataclysmic event happened and we play, like, scientists or experts or military mm-hmm. people. I'm wondering if we can do a hack of that game, but instead it's just some like very mellow apartment drama. Like someone keeps eating the cookies I left for my neighbor Mm -hmm. or like, what is that smell that we smell at 10 PM every night? You know, just like something very mundane, but everyone in the apartment has their own take on it. And perhaps, you know, as we interview more people, the story develops and yeah. Ooh, well, and, and I'm wondering if there's some way of kind of splitting the difference insofar as if we have like a very hyper-produced radio show, there's all this sort of quotidian stuff that we're we're talking about, but there's going to be the overarching drama. So, I mean, the, the one that is sort of inherently built into Sweet Burble Waters is this thing we know is constantly settling or crossing its feet or something like that. Which is to say that there might be point at which Sweet Verbal Waters itself is just kind of done in some way, whether that means that it's rolling over or it's drying out or it's getting covered over with water or or something else. So it's the the human interest stories and all the hot seat stuff and all of the quotidian things, but with some kind of background 
clear ending point that we're vectoring towards or vectoring away from. Like if the building, like because if it's a living creature, what if it died? Right. What if it's dying or what mm. if it's uh, going into retirement or what if it, what if Sweet Burble Waters is just really lonely and eventually it just needs to move on to find another Burble Water type creature that it needs to settle next. I, I don't know, but that stealing the cookies can be with a backdrop of the end of whatever this is. Uh, we could also gamify by <clears throat> randomly rolling for the the way each person feels or like what issue is bothering them, but maybe that's just lending too much randomness into it. And maybe the randomness is just, okay, this is your situation. Now you, you talk for however long and we can back it up later with audio clips. I was kind of digging through my uh games trying to find the one you were talking about gina uh it's dawn of the monster invasion by randy lubin and like that actually is like the the guy who made it basically hosts this platform that allows people to make uh similar games kind of using that uh shared game page uh platform so i i think like if we like we could use something like that as a base and and then tell a story like maybe along the lines of of what Micah's saying about something happening uh like to the apartment building or like uh like Maria mentioned something a bit more maybe a bit more down to earth but finding some way to to introduce some random elements which if if i remember that game correctly kind of comes in the form of like the three like you had a, a choice each round of of three different characters to give speeches mm. so this could be like three different prompts for your character or like choosing three different uh characters we've made to to talk about the event that's happening uh something like that so we have a lot of friends that do this kind of stuff right what yeah. if we gave In each theory. of them and gave each of them sort of like a little a little description of who one of these characters we made was. Like a little one that's not too... Because I don't think we've interviewed too many of the actual characters from the building. It's, we've all done side people. A little description of them. And then just had them... Just blind hmm. interviewed them about it with like leading questions that to see what would happen. I don't know if that's... So it's just bringing people in blind and and seeing like, what their answers would be. Yeah, it was just a random thought. Um, I really like the idea of uh, Maria adding in a little bit of randomness, and it doesn't have to be pure randomness. It could just be three, you know, um, people, and that can be uh, apartment uh, residents that the players can pick from. But also, under each of these people, there are certain prompts. Uh, that uh, the person can change. So it's like different each playthrough. So for example, there's an unreliable witness and it asks, why are you unreliable? So you can make up your own reason and there's like four prompts to like choose from. And then another thing is, where did you see the monster? So it kind of like helps lead to what the overall story is. 
And I like Mike's idea that it's something big and emotional, like the monster or the apartment is dying or moving on. And, you know, we can just center around a lot of the prompts and themes around like, what's it like to move out of a place, a little bit of like nostalgia for memories that you had, where you're going to miss, what do you look forward to in the future and stuff like that. Hmm, yeah, I like that. I, I do too. That seems like kind of a, a good way to do all that in in game style. Yeah. Yeah. And like to the point of gathering our our various friends, I I wonder if there could be something in something kind of gamifying in like either maybe sending them a particular prompt or something and say like hey, just record something along these lines and you know, the the rest of us kind of play a game without knowing what they've recorded, and we kind of have to incorporate what they came up with as part of our story. That would be cool. Yeah, very cool. That sounds really, really cool. Like yeah. that's the source. That's the source audio that mm-hmm. we're going from in in like a you know a radio lab or this American Life where there's like you know there they have the source audio and then they build the story around it. Yeah. Yeah. I like yeah. That a lot. Um, and I still like, kind of like the idea of, yeah, the, the source audio, but it doesn't necessarily have to be just uh, human vocal audio. So there could be additional audio around that, which isn't necessarily linguistic. I don't know why I'm, ha- I'm hammering on this because so hard. Because you do you want to do it, Rob? Well, you have to help Danny edit then. Yeah. Uh-huh. <laughs> which I don't know. If the, I mean, I'm sure you Yeah. Could. Like, it, it feels very improv slash whose line is it anyway-ish where you know you they give you a, a set of pre-recorded audio and you have to like make a scene around that like like timing your actions to the sound effects or like you know incorporating them into something that's in something that's improvised and that that feels maybe a bit ambitious for our purposes but i like the basic instinct of it children please <laughs> Cats are fighting. Oh, of course they are. They hate each other I know. so much. And Eddie's cats yeah. just <laughs> cuddle. <laughs> Real jealous of everyone else's cats. Oh, come just, I, just, I know, never cuddle. Being good. <laughs> okay, so are are we kind of attached to this idea of you know, some people kind of pre-recording prompts and the rest of us like interacting with them and trying to incorporate them into a, a game in some way. That seems really fun to me. Yeah. 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 Agreed. So it's almost like collaborative, but also solo play at the same time. Yeah. And then the game part is going to use those audio recordings as prompts themselves or set pieces. Hmm. I'm almost thinking of like an asynchronous RPG where like one group of players does some things and then other people, other group of players does their things and they, they get assembled together somehow either like both people doing it separately or like one in reaction to the other. It could be like the source audio is recorded and then we do all the voiceovers for, and that's when I realized that it really was a difficult job to be an EMT. And and I went looking for some examples 
And then mm. and I don't know whether you could then pass that back or yeah. if that's too much back and forth, but maybe like then but maybe then somebody who's in actual play, maybe you could have two parts in the actual play where there's the source audio, then there's the two mm-hmm. the two part actual play. I think radio is a good guidance to to work off of thematically. Like, you know, they go out in search of something. They probably get a lot of raw audio and just kind of end up using whatever suits the narrative they're trying to tell. Right. And maybe like some randomness can happen either in like what we give to the other people like the the pre-recorded audio people are playing like a mini one player RPG that you know has maybe like two or three random prompts to it results in like 10 minutes of recorded audio and and then get that back to us and we work uh off of that maybe trying to assemble it into something or or figure out a, a mystery in in some way uh, are these other people are they playing a mini rpg or are they just giving us audio what i'm thinking of here would be something like was it in sleep away where you would use a, a deck of cards and each card is going to correspond to a particular sort of vibe yeah. yeah. Yeah, yeah. So is it sort of like these other people are just getting these prompts and they're responding to them in whatever way it seems appropriate and then we have this raw audio to work with or is there a small game that that they are playing? Hmm. I I I don't want to overcomplicate yeah, yeah, and the I don't players. Either. Yeah. So I think small game as in like you get a character and some prompts mm-hmm. so there's some randomness into what they can say yeah and so you don't know for sure what you're going to get as the audio clip back mm-hmm. but it's something that they can do in like a 10 minute yeah, monologue yeah, yeah. or something it's not something where you take turns and develop like a full right, story right yeah and then, yeah, I like the idea of kind of using that as cards, but rather uh, like, you know, written prompts. It's an audio prompt. Mm-hmm. It is literally an audio prompt insofar as you're going to hear something from one of us saying this is what your prompt is versus cards or something written down mm-hmm. or something like that. Well, I think the other way around. Uh, I, I think the prompt should be should be written for them to like refer back to. But, you know, they will end up sending us audio. And then we have the audio, whatever chunks that's organized into, and then in the moment, respond to those. Is that what you mean? Yeah, I maybe something like that. Like, I, I assume we'll, you know, we'll be the ones kind of coming up with the prompts. But, mm-hmm. you know, maybe the, the prompt that the, the other people get is randomized in some way. So there might not be an immediate connection between them. And so it would be the our job on our end to like make those fit together in some way. So each one of us is coming up with a fragment of a prompt and those get assembled in some way? Is that what you're saying? No, like the other way. We write a prompt uh, about a character and send it out to the individual to record a, a, a piece. Mm-hmm. And then we get the piece back and we take that piece or part of it and we respond to it in the moment as as get the gamified part is that that you're trying to like weave it together in the moment 
from those those original pieces. Right, right, right. Yeah, like any kind of public radio type like in like storytelling program, you know, you you have different reporters submitting different stories and they're all kind of loosely based around a theme. What we'd be doing for our purposes is we'd be getting this semi-guided audio like back from people based on prompts that we came up with and then in real time i guess kind of responding to them like the 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 kind of commentary between segments like this really speaks to to this point or like that's really interesting in light of the audio that we're going to hear next or and that's when it all changed mm-hmm. right? <laughs> yeah i mean a lot of like rules light games are basically improv exercises and that's kind of what this is is right you know, getting uh, input that we don't have control over and turning it into something uh, semi-cohesive. Absolutely, and that's a lot of fun. And, but still, with all this prompt stuff, I really like the idea of there being some kind of audio B-rolls stuff involved here. Mm-hmm. Um, because, you know, the the public radio thing is... We're going to interview people or hear clips of their experience, but we're also going to hear the background noise. We're going to hear the the dogs going in the background or the, the doors opening and closing to whatever it is or something like that. Um, and I guess we can't really give that out as a prompt, but I like the idea of potentially asking people to record their responses in an in a noisy location of some weird kind? Yeah, okay. Or, I mean, in a way, we could put that into the prompt. Like, at, like in the prompt, at some point during what you're saying, a do- like, react to a dog barking loudly. Right, or right. Or, or whatever it might be. There's, there's got to yeah. be some other audio component to this beyond just your human voice. Right, or record it on the corner of, like, you know, 17th and Walnut. Mm. Right, or or if you're going into the office there, or on the train, (laughs) or yeah, you look crazy, but yeah, whatever it might be. Yeah, would it be interesting to make this three a three part improv? So there's the original, there's the original auto piece, and then you have two people responding to it, and one is the host and the other one is the special guest and the third and the, the the third piece is the the source audio so that mm. two people can back and forth about that source audio oh so you're the two anchors as it were mm. and you have the one piece of source audio right or yeah or either two anchors or an anchor and the or the interviewer and interviewee yeah. that are responding to this moment of source audio so say for example Okay, uh, I don't remember anyone's name, but the uh, the artist does the that's the source audio is the artist, mm-hmm. and then uh, we have the radio interviewer, and then we bring back the niece, and they talk about what happens. They listen to pieces of the source audio and talk about what ha- what happens there. I don't know if that's too complicated. Yeah, that might be difficult for, like, coordination's sake. I wonder if the easiest thing to do, like, get some people to record some audio, then play that back for somebody else to say, like, hey, respond to this, 
And, you know, then one of us would be like the radio host, uh, like chatting with the the air quotes reporter about the, the findings of the piece. Yeah, I like that um, in the game real time, you know, improv non well, non recorded, not not pre recorded yeah, yeah. part um, is going to be the you know reporter who has probably listened to the radio the clips mm-hmm. you know beforehand before the game, and then the uh, radio host um, who is going to like be the first mm-hmm. time listening and yes. acting and reacting to it, and the reporter yeah, you know yeah. can help like bind these two together, but also the radio host can like throw out improv prompts like yeah i heard they went to prison after this can you elaborate on that uh-huh right yeah. Yeah. oh that would be really fun yeah kind of like a 99 percent invisible sort of feel yeah we're like mm-hmm. we're like the there's like two level there's roman mars and then the second level reporter who's actually listened to everything and done the research and then roman mars is just listening apparently listening to it in the moment and reacting to it yeah and asking questions that's fun yeah. It, yeah, it's almost like that thing that uh, Justin McElroy did for Ninety Nine Percent Invisible, where he just re- recorded himself like reacting to things and, <laughs> and and had Roman Mars fill it in, like <laughs> like say an interesting thing that I'm gonna go oh to. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. It's, it's it almost a, it's almost like that. It was so br- I can't believe that, and it worked. And yeah, I, I, I remember listening to like his version on. My brother, my brother, and me, and then being like, "Oh gosh, well, that's sad. That's not, that's not going to go anywhere." And then I remember listening to Ninety Nine Percent Invisible like a year later, and being like, "Oh no, there it is. There's the other half." <laughs> <laughs> Hello, Wanderers. From here on out, you might notice a bit of change in audio quality. My internet was giving me trouble, so I had to truck my whole operation over to Gina's in order to finish recording. Hopefully it's not too disruptive for you to have four people on two audio streams. It's almost like the old days when we used to record in person. In other news, you have a chance to be on this podcast. You might have gathered that our game this season is going to be in the style of a storytelling public radio show type thing. And sometimes radio shows have callers, and we want to replicate that part of the experience too. So if you happen to be interested, record a short clip of audio on your phone answering the question, what do you think happened to Sweet Burble Waters? Whatever that question means to you, answer it. You know, conspiracy theories, long elaborate physics explanations, just general confusion about who we are and why we're asking it. Whatever you want. You can send that audio to podofwonder at gmail.com. And if we end up using it, we'll dedicate the episode to your memory. Also, I actually ended up going to Gina's about 10 minutes ago. So if you didn't notice a change in audio quality then, it just means that I'm good at my job. Let's get back to the show. So I I think that's good for uh, a basic shape then. Why don't we come up with some... Uh, prompts, at least the things that we're going to send out to other people, or like I maybe not even the prompts themselves, but like a, a way of figuring out the prompts, like like Mike said through a, a deck of cards or something, like a, a way of giving someone a randomly generated prompt. I mean, mm. you kind of already did that with your world building, making the residents, yeah, right. 
So is there a way to kind of distill all that information into prompts to, you know, make people be a resident or like be a certain resident mm-hmm. that you've already created in the apartment? Yeah, I think that's the, you know, that's the easiest thing to do. And, you know, also make the entire season matter in some way. <laughs> but yeah, like, you know, randomly assign someone a resident like tell us a story from this person's life, maybe with like a, a randomizing mood in there. Like, like tell us a happy story or tell us a sad story or like some way through, like midway through your story, throw in a, a dramatic twist type thing. But do it at a dog park. And do it at a dog park. <laughs> yeah. So do we start with uh, all of our seven or ten? ten? I believe it was eight, and then we added in the car. So that's that nine. Bob car. Yeah. Oh, I, oh, you know well, what? At least. I, no, yeah, technically 10 people because uh, there's the, the two people who are secretly in love with each other. Right. Sure. And then that, that could be a fun anchor story, actually. But Do we select which residents, or do we let, do we give a list of residents out and let people opt in? I think an opt in, like because we're asking friends for like volunteer time, like like let them choose a prompt that they're interested in. Agreed. Okay. Yeah, and there's nothing wrong with it being a story about one or two of these residents over over and over again because it's an interest story about how captivating they are. Yeah. Right. So if multiple people choose the same person. Mm-hmm. Oh, that well, that is a question. Multiple people can choose the same person. I think that could get confusing. Just like the same person speaking with with two voices telling two different stories. I would rather they be different. If we don't have an infinite number of people to draw from, yeah. Or are, are we talking? Are are we talking about? Is is this going to be a story about something that's happening to everyone in the building? I think we didn't decide that. Maybe we write the character prompts first mm-hmm. and see if a story emerges. Yeah. And if it doesn't, maybe that is on the reporter's end mm-hmm. to make some overarching story. But uh, it might be useful to be like, what kind of prompts are we giving this person? How long will the audio clip be? What, are they going to talk about a sad thing and a happy thing? And, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Yeah. Um, so that kind of begs the question of, is every prompt going to be a sad thing and a happy thing? You mean, well, do you mean like giving each person, okay, so this is your character. This is your character. And then you can select to talk about a sad thing or a happy thing or an everyday thing. I, I would think it would be a choice. And then the next item on the list would be your personal life, your building life, or your civically first i don't know i guess what i'm thinking of here is and maybe i'm thinking about this as an npr thing a little bit too hard but so we have the human interest story these children are so happily playing here Mm -hmm. with their beautiful soccer ball in the sun but it turns out that when the night comes soccer is something else entirely yeah, but we're not giving that prompt out to begin with. Well, well, okay. Yeah, I mean, what I'm suggesting is, is there such a thing as a prompt which is start with something upbeat and find something alarming or vice versa? Or is that too complicated? Maybe we come up with sort of what we want the general 
episode theme to be like Mm -hmm. pass out uh prompts to people like tell a story as this character on this theme and you know one person's prompt would be just like straightforward like tell a happy story one person tell a sad story like tell a story with a dramatic twist and you know that way we have you know different voices like different creations but all kind of lining up or in the same way or pointing in the same direction. Okay. Yeah. I'm wondering if we want the prompts to be as vague as tell a happy thing, tell a sad thing, Mm -hmm. or do we want it to be very like character specific? Mm -hmm. Like tell us about the time your uncle's ashes helped you find the lost treasure of Glenmore. Mm -hmm. Right. I mean, I would guess somewhere in the middle, like I, I would want it to be, well, it won't be like just one of those, yeah, right? Yeah. It's like, tell us about your uncle's ashes helping you find the lost city of Glenmore, or tell us about how your sister lost her thumb and found it again, but it was a stranger's also, or mm-hmm. tell us, you know, like give yeah. like three or four of that. Yeah. Um, like, so they can choose. Yeah. Like, like each response, well, like a, a couple of options specific to the character that they decide to play. Great. But you know, all will will fall under the the overarching umbrella theme that we give everybody. That sounds good. So we have the character description, several selections of prompt, first the story, and then request that it be recorded, uh, not cleanly, but <laughs> in a uh, in a a real space. Make it dirty. Yeah. <laughs> And I, I I still like Mike's idea of the or overarching theme being that the apartment is dying or moving on. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like that too. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I think that's something we never really covered in the season is like, why is the apartment making these people kind of conform to these tropes? Like, what purpose is there for wanting that? And like, maybe that can be like either a part of this or maybe even a separate thing, like discovering that or, or figuring uh, like even a conversing with the building in some way to like put a, like a, a nice end cap on this season of like, and this is what it was all for. Well, we could do that as part of the, it could be, you know, stories mm-hmm. from some of the residents and then a final interview with the building I mean, maybe not through the build. I mean, can we talk to the building except for through what was uh, her what name? What was the yeah the pneumatic things? Uh, yeah. Janet, the, Janet. the yeah, puppet. Yeah, yeah. Was it Janet? <laughs> it'll it'll be a very exclusive interview in in a way that might shatter our sanity in some way. Um, so I guess maybe what I would wonder about is all of these interviews and this this radio piece. Is this a retrospective? So this is sort of like 20 years on, looking back on what happened. Versus, like, like recording after the fact of, of whatever yeah, happens. Yeah, recording after the fact of whatever the this end point in the history of the building is. Yes, so. Yeah. Yeah, because that's all. Yeah, like we're, are yeah, we're not really like breaking news type radio we're emulating. We're like... And like this is all it all conforms to a, a tidy narrative that maybe we applied after the fact. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, absolutely. And and that that way we can say ominous things between the segments, like, <laughs> right. like right, right, right. if if the if William had known at that time what was going to happen, they might have thought differently. 
Exactly. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. And I would love a list of ominous things for the reporter to say Mm -hmm. as part of the game, part of their character sheet or whatnot. So, like, if there's ever awkward pause, just like look down the list and just like pick one and say it in their most ominous tone. Yeah. Oh, that's so good. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that would be very fun to generate. Yeah, for sure. Like I, I know our our source inspiration is like stories that fit in in under an hour, but I, I can almost see this as like a a mini true crime type thing. Like mm-hmm. over three or f- like three or four episodes, like we we're slowly building up this story. Like you know, obviously based on how many audio samples we we get back from people and the the kind of banter that we we fill between things but like we can tell like a full story almost between and and you know maybe double dipping with uh, people like hey send us another thing only this time it's much worse and and you know that can be even more like of, of that asynchronous play like they record something we record something in response they record something like not quite in response to what we recorded because they won't have heard it but like we we either give them another prompt set in the future or like we recap what we came up with and like let them uh respond to that maybe no not that second one actually take that back because you know subjects don't know what the reporter turns their story into but Mm -hmm. you know yeah yeah yeah. no but you could definitely pre-prompt them re-prompt them yeah re-prompt them um uh, like a like a serial yeah, I, yeah, where you just have like a huge amount of phone audio that you're just chopping up. Oh, oh, one of them's got to be through a phone. Yeah. Oh, just I figure a lot of people are going to be recording off of their phones. Yeah, we're going to have another table of how is your audio dirty? Are you recording at the dog park? Are you recording mm. the car? Is it through the phone? Yeah. Is there kids playing in the background? Like, you know, but. I, I I mean I definitely think there should be a thing where we do some like air quotes reporting, like mm-hmm. going out just our our like us doing raw audio, improvising something, like discovering something or like advancing the story in some way, like between sending people prompts. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Like this startling discovery changed everything. And and then when we mm-hmm. re-prompt them with like whatever nonsense we came up with. I love that. I love that so much. It's it's like play by post back and forth, but it's also very much like interactive multiplayer. Yeah. Uh, yeah. And, and, you know, like Mike likes the Foley so much, we can also make a table Foley. It's like, oh, mm-hmm. go outside and, you know, record your feet crunching on gravel. So there's like a mm-hmm. little bit of like a LARP to it mm-hmm. too, yeah. where it's like right. get these audio clips too to like mix in. Yeah. Yeah, that's exactly what I was getting at. Is that that LARP aspect of just go out and experience a physical thing that we can hear? Mm-hmm. I like the idea of like being like a reporter, like on Tuesday and Thursday and Friday, I tried to call up Mary and this is all I got. It's like, hello, Mary, are you there? Beep, leave the message. <laughs> like yeah. Something. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Right, but the other side of that particular kind of reporting is there's the super incredible long-form phone call, which doesn't really have any particular goal in mind. Until it does. <laughs> but that's a hard prompt to give it. Yeah, like, like bear in mind, we're going to be the ones who have to like 
deal with the things that we're sending out to people. So yeah, 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 yeah. maybe not necessarily send them things that are too complicated for us to have to work with. Exactly. Yeah. Going off of the idea that the reporter will be able to listen to the prompts beforehand, before the game mm-hmm. starts. Um, what if the reporter has like a list of, you know, um, those twists and turns, but their job is the kind of being like, okay, so I want to play this first because that associates with this random list. Yeah. It's like, so you got to find a prompt that you can say, but blah, blah, blah happened afterwards. And you got to find a prompt where you have to talk over the end part of the, you know, mm-hmm. narration yeah. or like the end part is like, doesn't really matter, but like you have something, you know, important to say to summarize it or mm-hmm. something. Um, and like try to meet those tropes, but be like, okay, which of the prompts I got back best fits these, yeah. these tropes. These so does that mean that, that the reporter has like a series of things that they're supposed to hit? regardless of what the audio is that they get back it does sound like there's some things you yeah. want to hit like I, ominous turns and yeah you know, foreboding like i'm i'm thinking like maybe either part of that second wave or maybe like some of the end could be done like as an interview with the subject because there's always that part where like here's them telling their story like mm-hmm. here's them conversing with the reporter mm-hmm. and like you know, the first one is a written prompt. The interview is more improvised. The reporter has the prompts this time. And mm-hmm. they, they say, like, and, like, this person, you know, and they were never seen from again, you said? Like, what happened? Like, what do you think happened? So this story is so captivating that we had to try to reach out by them, reach out by telephone to to sort of clarify this. Or is that too difficult? I, I don't think it needs that framing device. We're already a radio show. Like it's right, natural right. to assume that we'd be talking with the people, you know, it like the, the first part of the story is not framed as an interview, but it is assumed to be part of the interview. Right. Like where the reporter just says, tell me your story. And then, you know, then they, the story gets told, then they ask questions later. And, you know, it's just that we're doing that into t- two separate parts where different people have written information at different times. Yeah. 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 Yeah, I think this is going to be a a group effort more than most things that uh, this podcast is. Like, you know, like writing prompts, reaching out to, to people type stuff. But. I'm definitely happy to help or, or do a lot of that. Mm-hmm. If I can get a list of who we did... Yeah, like I, I can come up with the, the list of all the people. Yeah, just give me a list of all the people, and I, I think I'm going to remember pretty well what we said about them. At least enough to write prompts. And you know, other people will will be able to to access that list and and help out too. Do we want to come up with like our episode theme at least here? Like it, it could be something nebulous like discoveries or mm-hmm. like the. A, a day in the life or or something more specific like before the fall of the sweet burble waters whatever happened to sweet burble waters yeah whatever happened yeah okay. whatever happened to sweet burble oh, waters oh it's good and vague oh, yeah it yeah. hits that that trope mm-hmm. like that i think we should have a podcast a a, a radio show name mm-hmm. and theme so that we can start the episode with a tag yeah, like what? What is our show about? At least I think it should just be like 
some combination of a popular um style that mm-hmm. we're trying to emulate yeah of wonder like this pod of wonder yeah or like, uh, like pod lab yeah <laughs> wonder, <laughs> wonder radio. yeah like like radio lab is vaguely sciencey so like something like vaguely history or like vaguely landmarky or like like okay so what are the names like serial uh iheart radio radio lab this american life like those are names that mm. we can perhaps stuff you should know <laughs> stuff you should know so like pods you should wonder mm. or something oh. apartment of wonder well but i want it to be more general more general yeah yeah it, it doesn't have to be tied into our podcast yeah, people will know what podcast they're listening to i assume and and not think like oh I didn't know I was downloading apartment of of whatever troublesome tiding yeah I was just thinking in the flavor of like you know when like sitcoms get kind of like a, a, a weird ma- remake mm-hmm. or like uh, this alternate universe it's always like some kind of weird like twist on the original yeah. horror or it's like vaguely familiar. Mm-hmm. Like, so that's why i was thinking it's like okay so this is already a podcast yeah, and yeah. we're making a fake podcast the fake podcast should be named after the real podcast mm-hmm. or something. it's a wonderful uh, life um yeah, that's not being it's used a wonderful right pod. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no, uh, i think that's free domain it's a mm-hmm. wonderful life mm-hmm. uh, never um, heard of it. well what if it's something silly like public domains then Maybe something along the lines of uh, a bespoke podcast title, like we're like we've created this podcast just to investigate Sweet Burble Waters. So mm. something kind of playing off of that name, like Burble Pod or Pod ever happened to Sweet Burble Waters, mm. but but better than those. Maybe just Waters or Burble. Welcome to Burble. The, yeah, Burble. welcome to Burble. Yeah. The 99% inverbable. <laughs> yep. That's awful. That's, that's what it's going to be. It's going to be. It's going to be. good. Yeah. All right. <laughs> So I guess stay tuned for 99% imburbable. (laughs) 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 Wait, what was the podcast again? (laughs) No, you're going to just start laughing again. (laughs) (laughs) But you got to at least write it down. Yeah, yeah. Let's recap overall what the flow is going to be we come up with prompts to give people they record audio based on that prompt we then do an interview with that person where the interviewer has some prompts and the first person has just improvises it and kind of throughout, there is a, a host who knows none of this and is just trying to like knit together a story or figure something out. And then we interview the entity that is Sweet Verbal Waters. I did want to clarify, though. 
So you said we have the source audio, and then you said interview that person, and then also have the host and the interviewer. Is the source audio individual being called back in for an interview with the reporter before being presented to the host? Yeah, the the, the source audio never meets the host. Source audio, then reporter. Reporter talks to source audio. Host talks to reporter. So the original source is giving us two pieces of audio. Correct. That's what I was asking. Yeah, at, at separate times. Right, Correct. right, right. Okay. One, one they get a prompt, yeah. the other they improvise. I am really excited about this. Yeah, it, it's sounding like it's all going to be a lot, but if we pull it off, I think it's going to be really cool. This has been Pot of Wonder. You can find us on Twitter at Pot of Wonder. And you can buy some shirts and hoodies and stuff at society6.com slash podofwonder. I'm Danny. You can find me on Twitter at DannyPlaysRPGs. And you can find the games I make at DannyMakesRPGs.itch.io. You can find Morgan on Twitter at MorganTheFay. And you can find him on Instagram at Morgan underscore the underscore Fay underscore. Faye is spelled F-A-E in both cases. Maria and Mike are wisely not on any social media, but Maria would like to let you know that Mike sings obscure opera while they're cooking. And Mike would like to let you know that Maria makes multiple mostly modified cats appear. Whatever that means. Our opening theme is Opening by Komiku, and our closing theme is Still Bloom on the Night Train by Ketza. See you next time, Wanderers.